Remember that song? 1962? Tony Bennett has been singing it for more than 60 years, but now he's dead at 96. Anthony Dominic Benedetto, known to most of us as Tony Bennett, was a crooner, a vocalist, a musician. That was his life, even going on tour with Lady Gaga in 2015. His top hit, I Left My Heart, in San Francisco. It spent almost a year on the charts. Tony Bennett's musical legacy was vast and wide, over 80 years of production. What a timeless piece of music history. Timeless. It's a word we use but don't think about too often. It means relevant through the ages, like Christ's love. Yesterday, today, and forever. Christ's love is timeless, truly timeless. Tony Bennett's come and go, but the love of God in Christ stands forever and ever. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Monday. I'm Charles Morris in July, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're continuing in a series we started last week called Then Sings My Soul. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Another crooner, not from New York or San Francisco, but deep in the bayou in New Orleans. That's Harry Connick Jr. with his more jazzy rendition of the hymn, How Great Thou Art. And of course, the line, Then Sings My Soul, comes from this important hymn. You know, Tony Bennett and even Harry Connick Jr., their voices seem timeless. But I venture to think that in 100 or 200 years, many won't remember them or their songs. And I think that's why I have been so inspired by our series about the hymns of the Christian faith. Last week, we took some time to think about the hymns and the unique power they have to help us in worship. It really moved me, and we heard from so many listeners who were inspired as well. So we're continuing this week to look at more hymns of our faith. And today, we're going to think about a hymn called, Now Thank We All Our God. And we'll be doing that with the help of author and pastor Robert Morgan. He's written a lot about the hymns that have been sung across the centuries. And I asked Rob about the power of Christian hymns. Most of more modern music we sing for a few months and then it's gone. But the great classic hymns we sing when we're five years old, when we're 10, when we're 20, when we're 30, when we're 40, when we're 50. And by the time we get to be an old age, we have internalized those songs. We are worshipers from the inside out because we know the words to hymns that we can sing at a a moment's notice when we go for a walk or when we're troubled or when we wake up in the morning. And the stories behind some of these hymns are just gripping stories. They are sweet. They are tender. They are sometimes heartbreaking. They are sometimes uplifting. But I found them very fascinating. And when you combine the stories with the hymns, then you have got just a very powerful resource of encouragement. So when I wrote Thin Sings My Soul, I, I don't know, Charles, it just took off. It's, it's like people wanted to preserve the memory of the hymns and how they came to be written. That was Rob Morgan. He's a pastor, 
He's the author of Then Sings My Soul, a book that reflects on 150 classic hymns of the faith. This special book shares the stories behind these songs that many of us know and love. We sing many of these hymns at church still today, as well as in our homes and throughout the week. But I think it's safe to say that many of us don't really know the context of when or why the hymns were written. Well, after this program, for your gift to this listener-supported ministry, I want to send you Rob's book, Then Sings My Soul. I love how this book is designed with the sheet music and lyrics on one side and the devotional on the other. It not only gives us historical insight, but biblical input as well. So, visit our website after the program. Take a look at the book, then make your gift at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. Or call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's open with the hymn we're going to center on today, sung for us by Nathan Drake. Now thank we, O Lord God, with heart and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done. Thank you. 
He's the worship coordinator at Christ Church in St. Louis, Nathan Drake, opening this haven today with Now Thank We All Our God. Just like we have many other genres of psalms, we also have many different genres of hymns. Some hymns are written as gospel hymns, walking us through the reality of sin and our need for Christ. Some hymns are strictly praise, reminding us of what the Lord has done for us and calling us to sing along. Some are thanksgiving hymns, songs that draw us into a heart of gratitude to the Lord. I love them all, of course. They're all deeply impactful in their own way. And we're still in this series, Then Sings My Soul, looking at some of the classic and timeless hymns from our history. And today we're looking at what might be the best Thanksgiving hymn ever. At least I think so. It's a hymn called, Now Thank We All Our God. And to understand better the time in which it was written, I've asked Robert Morgan to share with us about this powerful hymn. I've counted them. There are 138 passages of Scripture on the subject of thanksgiving, and some of them are powerfully worded. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Well, there are not as many hymns as we would have liked that are devoted exclusively to thanking God, but one of the finest is this one. Now, Thank We All Our God, which is a German hymn. In fact, the German Christians sing this hymn like American believers sing the doxology, and yet it's loved on both sides of the Atlantic and around the world, and it happens to be one of my favorite hymns. It was written by Martin Rinkhart who lived from 1586 to 1649. He was a Lutheran pastor in the little village of Eilenburg, Saxony. He grew up as the son of a poor coppersmith, but felt called to the ministry, and he managed to get some theological training and began his pastoral work just as the Thirty Years' War was raging through Germany. Floods of refugees streamed into this walled city. It was a very desperate time. The Swedish army encompassed the city gates, and inside the walls there was nothing but plague, famine, and fear. 800 homes were destroyed, and people began dying in increasing number. This created enormous strain on the pastors who expended all their strength in preaching the gospel, caring for the sick and dying, and burying the dead. But one after another, the pastors themselves became sick and died until only Martin Rinkhart was left. Some days, it is said he conducted as many as 50 funerals. Knowing that he could not have healing for his village without thanksgiving, it was out of this terrible context that Martin Rinkhart composed this hymn for the survivors of his city. It has been sung ever since. Now think we all our God with hearts and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done, in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love, and still is ours today.
This is Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. That was the London Philharmonic Choir singing the Martin Rinkart's hymn called Now Thank We All Our God. Truly, Rinkart was a genius musician. He was also a theologian as well as a pastor. What a heart he had for God's people as they suffered greatly during a war and famine and hardship. All around him, people were struggling and dying. And this makes my appreciation of this hymn only more great. This pastor was ministering to people day in and day out through a conflict. And this hymn is the result of a hard life of loving and ministering to sick and dying people. Another interesting story about Rinkart. After the war and the plague that followed, there was a terrible famine that continued to take souls. And still after the famine, the Swedish army came to town demanding an extravagant amount in taxes. Rinkart went to the Swedish camp to plead for his people, falling on his knees in prayer before a general. And he gave such a fervent and touched request to the Lord that the general decided to lower the tax significantly. He was a man after the Lord's own heart. He had seen unspeakable tragedies, suffered alongside his people for 30 long years. And it was in the midst of this struggle that he wrote, Now thank we all our God. Listen to the first verse. Now thank we all our God with hearts and hands and voices who wondrous things has done in whom this world rejoices, who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. There are three verses to this hymn, every one of them full of thanksgiving and praise to the Lord. We thank we all our God. How? With hearts and hands and voices. I wonder if you've ever thought of that before. Do you give thanks to the Lord with your hands? Giving thanks to the Lord in our heart comes naturally when we think about his goodness to us in Jesus Christ. Giving thanks with our voices is something we do every time we open our mouths to sing to the Lord. But what about your hands? Giving thanks to the Lord with our hands means using them to demonstrate our identity as children of the Most High. Using our hands to love and to bless others, to take care of our neighbors, We thank the Lord with our hands, as Jesus put it, by letting our light shine before the world so that people will see and praise our Father in heaven. We give thanks with our entire self. We praise with our hearts, our minds, our soul, our strength, our hearts, our hands, our voice. And why? The hymn explains it. We give thanks because he has done wondrous things. What does it mean that the Lord has done wondrous things? He created the world. That's pretty wonderful. He filled it with all sorts of majestic creatures, a beautiful world full of wonders to see and joy, but that's not it. He created us in his image and designed us to know him, and that too is wondrous. Whenever you see yourself in the mirror, remember that you are made to reflect the Lord. He made you to know him and to show his goodness. That is wondrous and worthy of gratitude. And yet for those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus, we know that there is something else. There is our sin. The sin that separated us from the Lord. The sin that broke the relationship we had with him. We are made in his image. 
and made to know him. But like the Apostle Paul says, we had become dead in our trespasses, dead in our sin, cut off from the Lord, excluded from his promises and his blessings. But the Lord did a wondrous thing. He saved us. He sent Jesus to bear our sin and to break the power of darkness that ruled over us. Ephesians 2 explains this to us. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work of those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its designs and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. At the end of the day, this is the highest reason we have to give thanks. The Lord has done wondrous things, amazing things even, but nothing more amazing or wondrous than saving sinners who were dead in their sin. We were by nature deserving of God's wrath because sin had infected us. We were hopeless, helpless, but the Lord loved us. The Lord loved us enough to send Christ to save us. His great love overflowed for us and refused to let us perish in our sin. And this is why we give thanks. And when we hear a hymn, like now we thank we all our God, this is what motivates our gratitude. Because of Jesus and his work for us, we can sing the final verse with hearts full of praise and thanksgiving. All praise and thanks to God, the Father now be given, the Son and Spirit blessed, who reign in highest heaven, the one eternal God whom heaven and earth adore. For thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. As believers in Christ, this hymn is a song of gratitude to our Lord, not just because he created us, but because he saved us. We praise Father, Son, and Spirit. The Father sent the Son who gives us access to the Father by the Spirit. That is salvation for us. And because of Christ, we can thank our God along with all his people. We can confess that he is blessed above all else, that he reigns on high. He always has. He reigns yesterday, now, and he will forever. This is why we praise. This is why we give thanks. Not because we deserve it, but because Jesus Christ has entered in and redeemed us. Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices who
Featuring soloist Tony Becker. And now thank we all our God on a haven today in a program called Then Sings My Soul. I'm thankful we were able to spend more time today with Pastor Rob Morgan on the program. And as you heard him share earlier, hymns are a meaningful and vital way to worship. The lyrics are rooted in God's word and the melodies help them to stick in our minds And as you read through Rob's book called Then Sings My Soul, you'll not only discover or even rediscover the great hymns of your faith, you'll also learn the backstories behind the hymns and the songwriters. When you hear how God stirred their hearts and used unique situations, good as well as bad, you'll be reminded about God's goodness and grace as you sing along. Then Sings My Soul includes 150 hymns and was designed to be read as a devotional. And a feature I really enjoy is that it also includes the sheet music and lyrics so you can sing along. This special book will minister to your soul and add depth in your worship of God through song. So, why don't you come right now to our website, take a look at Then Sings My Soul by Robert Morgan, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And as we have to go now, I'd like to invite you to pray about becoming a Haven partner. That's someone who prays regularly and gives automatically monthly to partner with us to share the great story that's all about Jesus. Learn more about it when you call or read about it at haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we will praise God, sharing together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Summer is well upon us, and if you're like most people, that means you're doing a home project. 
Painting, landscaping, remodeling a room, something about the summer months just invites renovation. And there's such a wonderful feeling looking at a finished project and thinking it a job well done. Paul told us that the Lord has begun a good work in us, and he's working even now to finish the job. And when he does, after a lifetime of following Jesus and walking with him, we'll hear these words from Matthew 25. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. The long process of perfection in Christ, he works. We simply follow right behind. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchored.com.